What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Not Gonna Lie. I'm your host, Jonathan Terry, joined by Hayden Cheryl. As always. Well, not always, because oh, I that kinda hurts. did an episode without you. That's well, yeah, that was Monday your, morning. That was, that was your choice. Well, I mean, but it was also your choice. That's true. I had a test. It was it was equal equal. It was just a scheduling conflict. Yeah, that's my had, my people called your people. We couldn't. Yeah, it we just couldn't didn't connect. work out. Yeah, we couldn't connect. Which happens time. a lot actually in the podcast business. That's yeah. So it's somewhat official actually, <laughs> the way that that went down. But anyways, he's here now. Yeah, I am. Uh, and and we're happy that he's here. So we've got a lot to cover. The Thursday night game. That happened the Sunday games that are going to happen and then we're gonna hit some NBA news talk about some storylines talk about some players that we like and things that are going good so let's go and jump right into it not wasting any time at all the Chargers last night fell to four and six after they lost to the Raiders 26 to 24 the sad thing is I texted you uh, I mean, <laughs> up until this game now, I think the char- uh, now I believe the Chargers are done. But if they had won this game, I They'd really be five and five. I really felt like they had a chance to turn it around because they looked good against the Packers. Yes, and their betting odds for the Super Bowl were plus eight thousand, which means you could have put down a one dollar bet on them to win the Super Bowl, and you would have made eighty bucks. Wow, which is that's good money. Yeah, so, I would have done that if they didn't look terrible tonight. Exactly, Melvin Gordon looked good. Melvin Gordon for the first time this season, uh, but Philip Rivers, however, yeah, threw just over fifty percent completion percentage for three picks. He had a higher completion percentage on interceptions than touchdowns. That's a fact. Oh, <laughs> I, I had a little difficulty. He was one, he was three I for three on interceptions. Following what you were saying, but now I every understand. interception he threw, he completed. So basically, what but you're saying not is not every touchdown pass he attempted was complete. Basically, what you're saying is. He, he threw, threw more picks than, than, than touchdowns. touchdowns. Well, I mean, okay. I mean, theoretically, gotcha. even if you throw one pick, that's one for one on picks. You know what I mean? That's true. Okay. This is a stat that's not relevant. Or yeah, I don't, I don't, it's I not don't a real stat. So. Yeah. However, he sucked. Yeah. Melvin Gordon looked good. They found it. It feels like a good a good system with the running backs. Um, yeah. In the second Jackson quarter, they just, popped off. They had two Justin touchdowns. Jackson just doesn't do anything. No. And Melvin Gordon's the lead back, and Austin Eckler's the receiving back, and comes to fill in occasionally, which works. But like Hayden said, what didn't work was Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers looked uh, pretty bad. Like really, I would say atrocious. Really bad. Uh, I, would I say had him. He's gonna retire. I had him in in fantasy football. Um, Somebody dropped him in our league. Just because I figured, hey, they're playing the Raiders. The Raiders don't look the best as yeah, a, they do. You know, as a team uh, right now. Like obviously they were they were they were reeling a little bit. Um, you know, beat the Lions, but lost two games to the Texans and Packers before that. But Let's not sleep on the Raiders because no, they're five they are and now four. five Josh and four. Josh Jacobs looks really good. Probably going to win Rookie of the Year. But it's not about what the record is now, but what the record could be because the next wow. two weeks. Are you a real analyst, John? That's crazy. That I, well, they get I to play be. the Bengals and the Jets, so they they could that's be sitting I, at seven. That's what I was. That's what I was building up to. Oh, and then bam. yeah, but the problem I had is- a really good. I had a, I was had a really good lead in, and I was uh. about to just hit us with the hit us with the seven. You and said, four, but you it's said fine. I spike, John. It's fine. Yeah, Bengals. And then Jets, and they get a long week to play the Bengals. Playing mm-hmm. rookie Ryan Finley, AJ Green might not be back for that game, and the Jets are just bad. The Bengals are look taken for Tua, so that's right. Technically, they could go. I okay. I saw I saw a mock draft today. Um, the Stick to Football podcast they put out a mock draft, um, where the Bengals had the number one pick, and they they did draft Tua, but I was like, wait, hold on, you drafted Ryan Finley, like yeah, but Tua is different than Ryan Finley. If you've got just because you've got Kyle Allen on your bench doesn't mean you don't go and draft like 
you know, a good player. You know what I mean? Like the like the Panthers still are in the quarterback market. But but right now the Bengals like they they have so many other needs that need to be addressed. Yeah. That is quarterback really a priority? Like it's well, not a, similar to the Cardinals last year. Exactly. No, that's what I'm saying. They they went out and got a quarterback first overall, but they're still struggling. Uh, not not to say that Kyle, uh, Kyler Murray is not a good player, but they have so many other needs. Like right now, offensive line is a must. I get it. Like if you have the number one overall pick, like there's a lot of pressure for you to take a quarterback considering right. you have Tua, but why not trade back? Like you're not the only team in the NFL that needs a quarterback. And Ryan Finley could be like, we don't know. Ryan Finley could be a decent um, you know, above average quarterback in the NFL, given the right situation. But they can also build an offense around Tua after this. Like, the thing is, yes, the Bengals don't have the worst quarterback in the situation, right? Andy Dalton's fine, um, but they can get younger, they can get cheaper. Andy Dalton's costing them money, and Tua's had this ankle injury, but but no, he's but that's be but that's not what I, like that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that like. I'm saying okay, who else they move take, on from right? Andy Dalton. Who else are they going to take? Uh, Ch- Chase Young. Chase Young just got in trouble. Yeah, but there's it's it's an alleged situation. Like you can't you have to take it at face value because he right. had a loan that he he says he paid off, and if he paid off the loan uh, using the proper channels, then this is nothing. Like this isn't a problem whatsoever, right? Chase Young is the most talented player in the draft right now, and you could get him at two. Yeah. So why not why not trade back? Because realistically, like let's say the Dolphins, the Dolphins are a team that I would say need the a quarterback. Dolphins are right dumb now. enough to take a quarterback at two. You could get them three. The Dolphins could go and take Joe Burrows out of LSU. I've seen them taking that in like three mock drafts. Yeah, but but Tua Which would be a terrible pick. I think. I mean, this could come why? back to bite me. I don't like him. Wait, wait, I like, just, what do you mean? I just don't feel like the intangibles are there. I don't know. It's just he has, like a winner to me. He ha- wait, what do you mean he's not a winner? He's won like some of the biggest games this year. They've, de- they've played teams out of conference and beaten them. And especially if he goes out and beats I understand Alabama, that, but he's a redshirt senior. You know what I mean? I mean, that, like, doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. He's older. He's like 23, 22. Yeah, but, but as for quarterbacks, you can't. like The, the lowest age you can get him is 21. So, so what I'm saying two is years he's, more. He's, he's looked really magical this season, but... Is that going to translate into NFL success, or is he just like a, the product of success? It doesn't make sense. I mean, let's, like, let's look at let's look at LSU's schedule right now, uh, and just see the teams they've beaten, and look at Joe Burrow's numbers in the games that they've won because they they've played the toughest schedule out of any team in the entire country this year. What I'm saying is, is he going to be one of those guys that like looks like a Heisman, but then plays like a average mid-level quarterback in the NFL. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know what? You know why Like, we've happened. had a lot of these guys that go Heisman, redshirt seniors or seniors, older guys. They come into the league, have a great senior season, and then just... But, like, wait, like, who Like who? Who can... Like, who's somebody that you can think of that, that's done that? Because I can think of Johnny Man- Johnny Mantell. Obviously, he wasn't a redshirt yes. senior. No. But he was, he was just a playmaker that didn't have an arm. Okay, you look at Joe Burrow. Burrow's has an arm. Joe Burrow against Florida, number 10 in the country. I bet you think Tim Tebow. Yes, exactly. That Joe Burrow is not Tim Tebow or Johnny Manziel. Sam Bradford. Well, Sam Brad. I mean, he didn't do bad. Like he was, an, he was an average quarterback. But anyways, numbers here. Joe Burrow in the game against Florida, twenty-one of twenty-four, two hundred ninety-three yards, three touchdowns. Joe Burrow in the game against Texas. This is Texas on the road, thirty-one of thirty-nine, four hundred seventy-one yards, four touchdowns. Uh, Joe Burrow against what's another good team? Maybe is that it? Oh, oh, here we go. Against playing against Auburn. Joe Burrow, 
32 of 42, 321 yards and a touchdown. Threw a pick in that one as well. But next week, he's going up against Auburn, or Alabama, sorry, Alabama. And if he if they win that game, likely playing in the SEC Championship against Georgia, which means, and if he can win all those games, he'll have had wins against Auburn, Florida, Texas, Alabama, Georgia, yeah. and then whoever they oh, play in the okay. playoff. So when I said I didn't think he was a winner, I didn't mean like, I don't think he's a winner right now. I just mean like, he has had a career where he hasn't been like dominant. Well, yeah, but, right. that, we, it, but that's going like, to happen. It's all about, like, development. Like, for example, look at Trevor right, Lawrence. This is true. He's Last developed. year, 30 touchdowns, three picks. Looked fantastic. Steamrolled Alabama National yeah. Championship game. Now people are calling for his backup to come in for him. Yeah. Like, I would rather it's have— tough, man. I would rather have a career where it, like, starts off, like, Average, poorly, yeah. and you build up from there, than have a career the other where thing you is, start strong what, or struggle against— What physical attributes win. does Joe Burrows have that translate well in the NFL? Like, he's not super athletic. Mm-hmm. He's not super fast. His arm's decent, mm-hmm. from what I've seen. You know what I mean? So, like, what are you? What are the Dolphins looking for here? That's like something that they they can't find in a so free agent or well, Ryan I mean, Tannehill. You, you, you know what I mean? To, you don't have to be uber athletic to be a quarterback in the NFL. Like, it's a plus. No, but I'm just saying, like, there's no like. But re- he's not. He's not Philip Rivers, Tom Brady speed. Like, if no. I did, if I had to think of a good comp, it's like Carson Palmer. No, not not that slow either. He plays like him though. Yeah, but he's big. He can Carson move. Palmer's he can a move. Winner. He's a good. Uh, he's good in the pocket. I'm like, saying there's laterally. nothing elite about him. It's like he's like a Ben Roethlisberger, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, but you don't like. Not every quarterback's going to be an elite quarterback. I mean, look in the past few years, like you get one or two, like every other draft. Yeah. Because Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, elite. Mm-hmm. Uh, past that, Carson Wentz. I'm not ready to call him elite. Andrew Luck retired. I don't think he was elite yet either. No. Russell Wilson's elite. But Andrew Luck was elite. Yes. I mean, yes. He, no, especially well, if he was healthy. Okay, Luck obviously, was like you could you could talk about like the team the the team that he had around him. Yeah. Uh, but he made a lot of mistakes. Like, I mean, I he love I, I love know. Andrew Luck, but Jacoby Brissett through through the eight games has like three picks. Yeah. Well, he's a very Andrew smart Luck last year had ten picks at this point in the season. Yeah. So anyway, we need to get off the Dolphins. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, Joe Burrow. I mean, I'm big on him. But anyways, this isn't even where the conversation. I, I, it's not that I don't think he could from. be a top five pick. I'm just saying, like, I don't think he's a number one overall pick because he doesn't have any elite. Oh, I don't think he's. I think I would take Tua over Joe Burrow. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Joe Burrow's. Okay. Joe Burrow's a top five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, but anyways, the Raiders. This is where this conversation stems from. Uh, the Raiders look good. Derek, Derek Carr could look better. Is. 70% plus completion percentage. I think it's like 71 He's on the season. He's throwing darts right now. It's a six-year bump. That's what they say. Uh, Josh Jacobs, I th- like you mentioned, rookie of the year at this point. Yeah, I, I it to has be. to be. Who else is, is going to be? Because Gardner Minshew nope. is It's not benched, Kyler Murray. Unfortunately. It, I, I think it would have been Gardner Minshew had he played the full season. Maybe. But the fact that he isn't. Uh, Josh Jacobs, six carries, 71 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. And Did you say six yeah. carries? No, 16. Oh, Sorry. I was like, wow. And then three catches for 30 yards. So 100 yards total. That's fine. All, all right, let's move on. Let's see. Let's look up some. What's the game of the week here, John? Looking through these games. What's your pick for game of the week? Game of the week. I like Giants-Jets. <laughs> I like Panthers-Packers a lot. Oh, no. I've, it's Seahawks-Niners on Monday night. Oh, it has to be. Seahawks-Niners yeah. on Monday night. So the good games this week, Seahawks-Niners, who are you picking? I'm taking Seahawks here. So, okay, I was thinking about this one a lot. Uh, right now, San Francisco's favored by six. I'm taking. Well, the, I'm, I'm not taking that. Bet. I mean, yeah. Again, like if we're going with this spread, like I would, I would bet plus six on the Seahawks. Yeah. But you're going. You're basically it's a battle of one of the best offenses in the NFL 
against one of the best defenses in the NFL. Yes. The game will be won on the other side of the ball. So will the Jimmy G run game and pass game of the 49ers outlast the Seahawks who have been roughed up the last few weeks? Their defense has not been the defense that it has so been. They've been we know we know like we know what's gonna happen. Like it's gonna be a you know a it's battle of wills. Like they're game. gonna give yeah, oh yeah, it's gonna I'm be really a fun excited. game. Uh but the game will be won by the 49ers if their offense can get going. Or, or the Seattle game will be won. Yes, that if offense. the defense can shut down the Absolutely. offense. Uh, but it's gonna be cl- it's gonna be three points. Rams, it's Steelers, be two point game. Something you're like picking that. Rams. I'm picking Rams. No, I'm going Steelers. Steelers. I like not just because they beat the Colts. I really think Mason Rudolph is finding a stride. They're they're allowing him to take more shots, which is opening up the field yeah. a lot more. They still haven't gotten Juju Smith-Schuster involved Connor. yet. They don't have James Conner. They're running with uh, Jalen Samuels, but and and uh, who's the other guy? Um, wow, is he still is he healthy? He, yet? Benny Snell? No, it's not Benny He's Snell. Hurt. The other the other guy. He had seven seventy yards on the ground against the Colts. Hang on, let me let me check this really fast. Who who am I talking? Oh, Trey Edmonds. Oh yeah, Trey yeah, Edmonds yeah. had average, he's, six, he's six yards zone, right? six yeah, yards yeah. a carry on uh, twelve carries. He's explosive. So, um, they, but they're allowing Mason Ruff to throw the ball deeper. They still do not have Juju Smith Schuster involved. I mean, obviously, he's not going to be a factor in this game. Because and their defense is very good. Jalen Rams, yeah. Their defense is playing really well. TJ Watt's playing fantastic. I love TJ Watt. Like, they've, they've flipped the switch after that the Dolphins game uh, at halftime. Like, they've been a totally different team the yeah. last six quarters. I mean, you can argue they're 3-5 they're and five if Venetary makes that field goal. But regardless, they're 4-4 four and four now. And the Rams are favored by 3.5. But in Heinz Field, I really like where Mason Rudolph is headed. And I'm... I'm big. I'm big on them at this point. Packers, so. Panthers, Packers. I, I mean, we I we've Packers. seen like the Panthers are, are in, in above average they're team. In Green Bay yeah, too, they're in Green they? Bay. The Packers yeah. are above average, or the Panthers are an above average team. But when they face those elite teams, they got cooked by the 49ers. Yeah, I'm not saying they're getting cooked, but the Packers will cover. It's five, five, five and a half. Points. Dolphins, Colts. We're going Colts. Yeah, but. I, I put a trap game, John. No, it's there's no way because the Dolphins have won a game. They don't want to win off, another. First off, the uh, Dwight Freeney is being inducted into the Ring of Honor this Sunday. You excited about that? So I mean, it's it's statistical. It's statistical fact. Ed Reed got inducted into the Ravens Patriots Hall of Fame or Ring of Ring of Honor mm-hmm. during their game. Ravens won. There's no. It didn't. It wouldn't matter who were. I mean, obviously we're playing the they Dolphins. They should just induct nice. in the Hall of Fame every game then. Yeah, in the in the Never well, lose. But if it was, but if it was, it wouldn't be a special. You know, if they didn't do it every time. So you have to like, you have to save it. For when so you need, we can, a, we can when you play, need a win against the Dolphins, We Sean? can play. No, I'm saying they we just, can play anybody, any they team. They picked the wrong like, week. Yeah, exactly. We didn't need a win from the Dolphins. We should have waited till we... Chiefs, Titans, Chiefs. Especially with Patrick Mahomes back. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is only back. Only six point... He only lose out for two weeks after he dislocated his patella. You believe I mean, that? I mean, no structure damage. Thank goodness. Yeah, but that's, 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 that's so that's, crazy. Yeah, it's a, it's a different animal. Obviously, like, we're talking like out for the season if there's any yeah. if that's that's as clean of a dislocation as you can get. Oh yeah. So um, good for him. Ryan Tannehill looks good. Uh yeah he does. Which is surprising. Quarterback controversy? Not really because Mariota is just not Trash. good. Derrick Henry's gonna do pretty well, I think. Oh, here's an interesting one. Bills Browns. Bills, come on. I love them. The Browns are the Browns, the Browns are, are three favorites. point favorites in this game. Is it because they're in Cleveland? Well, yeah, but that's, that's only two and one, a half. It's only one and, one and a half. half. So they're still one and a half point favorites wow. outright. I don't know why that is. Is it just because of all the controversy right now? They're just thinking that they're gonna. Well, I think I think they're following the same mantra that I'm following. 
it's like okay they lost this one but we know they we can know be, they can win we know the they can one. beat anybody the problem is that's happened for six weeks yeah at some point they are just a bad team um cardinals bucks i'm gonna stay with bills though cardinals bucks bucks, bucks. that's a good one i think bucks bucks also hammer the over it's 52 <laughs> they're both gonna score 30 that's a guarantee they're <laughs> both gonna the score over. 30 um giants jets giants that's my game of the week that's your game wait did you week. say jets no oh giants i don't have the jets going 11 to 5 anymore well i mean they physically can't so that's probably <laughs> Man, nobody thing. has the jets going 11 to 5 um, anymore. not even the jets that's kind of a tough one because i really want to you want sam Darnold to come back and not see any ghosts well it's like i don't know i like i i feel like the giants are gonna win which is exactly why I'm they're favorites the jets by to win. three but I mean, it's like it's basically the same because they're playing in Meadowland, New Meadowlands. Oh yeah, so, so it's basically, it's like, home. It's basically yeah. home game for whoever can show up first. You know, wow, New Orleans seat. is favored by thirteen and a half against the Falcons. That is you taking the points there. I don't. I don't think. I think it's too too low. I really you think, think the Saints are going to win by twenty points. I mean, obviously the line isn't going to get much higher than that, but no. the Saints are going to win by twenty points. And Ravens, Bengals, Ravens. Cowboys Vikings. All right, no, hang on. I'm gonna Come go. On, we gotta get spicy with this one. I think the Bengals. Shut will cover. up, Joe. No, they'll cover. Oh, cover. Ten and a half. Ten and a half. Maybe. I, I think thought you were gonna say win because Finley. They're gonna catch. They have no tape on him. They don't know what to expect. You've been a big fan of Ryan Finley. Well, you you, looked, you actually predicted that he would start at some point this season. That's right. He looked good in preseason. He was. He was in my my blog. Post. You hear this? You hear? That was me dapping John up for that for that correct prediction. That's right. I he was in my my. Uh, prediction at the beginning of the year like of guys that i really liked in preseason joe mixon is trash not no he <laughs> look is a it's a product this offense it's is not a his product fault. of a bad offensive line it's yes. nothing he's that's done. been his career aj green is unfortunately not playing uh, which I, really I messes a, me up guys would be listen, a lock. listen to what happened guys john, john we're, in, we're sitting in class john john's goes I, I need some running back depth you need receivers let's make a trade i said okay we uh we bargained back and forth for a little while trying to decide how it was going to go i traded john and 20 minutes later, I got an alert on my phone that AJ is not playing. Yeah, so that but also, hurt. but also James Conner isn't playing because it, it well, was but you, we knew that. Well, no, well, he's he was. I told still, you, still I t- you told me AJ was playing. I mean, not that you knew. I'm not blaming you. Like you did, you thought you thought just what I thought. Yeah, and, uh, but I told you James Conner's not playing. Yeah, well, I yeah, I wasn't I wasn't intending to use yeah. him in my lineup anyways. But yeah. Devin Singletary for and James Conner for Amari Cooper and AJ Green. Yeah, it's just, Which it was it's, the depth because I my, my running backs are Derrick Henry, Ezekiel Elliott, Davian Williams, James and his wide and his wide Singletary. and his wide receivers are Alan DJ Robinson Moore, and DJ Moore. Yeah, so it was a it was a fair yeah. trade because my wide receivers crazy running back. Down. My wide receivers are Tyrell Williams, uh, Tyreek Tyreek Lockett, Chris Godwin, Tyreek Lockett, Ty- Tyler Tyler. Well, Tyler Lockett. Sorry, <laughs> Tyler Lockett. I knew that. <laughs> Um, he's on like three of my Chris fantasy Godwin. teams. I don't know yeah. why I didn't say his name. All right, Jameson um, Crowder. Let, let's go Lions Bears first. Then we'll finish with the Vikings Cowboys. Lions Bears. That's an interesting game. Ugh. Both of these teams are underperforming. I like the Lions here. Chicago's, well, I think the Lions are overperforming. Chicago's actually. favored, even though they're three, three four, four and one. That's, yeah, that's right. What they should. We had them actually. three and thirteen on the year. Like I would say they're be, they're beating expectations, being almost at five hundred. But they look good. Is the exactly. No, it's two. It's two opposite. <laughs> like these teams are going in different directions. <laughs> Whereas the Bears are de- the Bears are underperforming, no question. Three and five is not where they should be. Their MVP of this season is Allen Robinson. Mm. That's sad, man. I mean, it really could be Khalil Mack, but I mean, it really could. It be. Just, he hasn't done anything because he's getting double. All it time. all depends on yeah. Uh, I this is this is literally I, I hold this in the same regard as the Giants Jets game. Although they are in Chicago and it's kind of exactly. Cold. I think so. I, I have a feeling the Lions are going to win, which is exactly why I'm picking the Bears. All right, nice. I'm just going against my going against my. 
immediate instinct on that one. All right, in the Sunday night game, Vikings Cowboys. Cowboys. It's the this is the easiest. Like if I said, you think this if is the I easiest said, pick of the week? If I said put money on one game, Kirk Cousins in prime time against an above <laughs> average team in the NFL. Yeah, that, that that needs the win bad. Yeah, exactly. Dallas needs his win. Yeah, Dallas needs to be back on track. The Vikings. I mean, you know, I Who, okay. Who's rushing for more yards though? Dalvin Cook or Zeke? Zeke. Really? Because the, the field gonna... the field's gonna open up a lot more because Dak's gonna throw thirty. Pause. And no, we'll, we'll keep going. Joey's in here. Oh. I, I said pause, but Joey, Joey, who do you got? Vikings, Cowboys. Sunday it's night prime football. time. Sunday night. And then we have a qu- another question for you after this. Vikings and Cowboys. Yeah. This is come on, Joey. You don't even need to think about John, this. John, John, here's what scares me so bad. John's so sold on the Cowboys in this game. The last two times John was super sold on the Cowboys, we lost to the Jets. Oh, and oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were gonna lose to one of the worst teams in the NFL. Like uh, I literally said, John, call- it's a trap game. <laughs> Yeah, and then they I lost. Know, I know them too well. And then they lost to the Dolphins. Cowboys are at home. I have to go. I have to go. Cowboys. Cowboys. Uh, Kirk Cousins never wins a big game. That's literally what, what I, that's I, what I just said. said. All right, wait, Joey, pull up a chair real fast. So we've Done. got that. What's your All pick? Right. Are you going Cowboys or Vikings? Yeah, I'm gonna pick. Cow- I mean, I. So it's valid points that we're I'm making. I'm scared, I would say. but I but I picked the. You know what I mean? Like I'm hesitantly picking the Cowboys. Yeah. Okay. So Sunday night football. First off, Joey. You in a roundabout way owe me money. Hard. Were you playing pickleball or something? No. Okay. Just walking up the stairs. You, you, you owe me money in a roundabout way. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Because I was sure the Patriots were going to win last week. So sure that I put money on it and yeah, bet against me. And you know what happens when John bets? He loses. Yeah. Man. Just five dollars. It's just five dollars. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's just five dollars. But burrito for me that's not that's not uh that's not what my question i'm not here to settle my beef with you about yeah, the patriots just, just tell me how much the patriots suck last week i can i can tell you that yeah that i just want i want to hear like give me your breakdown of the game and does this say more about the ravens or the patriots um i think this says more about lamar jackson than anything oh my goodness because because the first first time he plays a team it's like oh we've never seen him before who's this guy and yeah, he was juking the Patriots all over the place. There was a guy that ran upfield five yards, and he was like, Oop, and then he slipped past him. Okay. But, like, the second time, as you guys have pointed out on this podcast multiple times, second time around, he hasn't won it against he's the won, team. He's won once. Oh. That was the Cincinnati Bengals, but so basically not even <laughs> Not even non-existent. NFL. This, yeah. this year, the Cincinnati Bengals are a, a fake NFL team. Okay. They haven't won a game. So okay. he's won one time out of, like, what, five games? Um. Yeah, the win percentage of teams that he's beaten on the second try is still zero. That's true. That wait, what do you mean? The win per, the win percentage of teams that he has beaten on the second time around is point oh, yeah, zero still, zero zero. He's, they haven't won a game. Yeah, he's he's either yeah. He's he's either not been or he's either not won or beaten a team that hasn't beat anybody. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's true. The lost thing, lost the, to the Chiefs twice. The thing that does scare me though is this is our first like this is our first real test. And we, we failed miserably. Well, okay, here's here's my question, though. You said there wasn't a lot of tape on Lamar Jackson, but Bill Belichick is a master. True. And not, not only using tape illegally, <laughs> but also, you know, using tape from games. Like, do, do you think that it was poor execution from the defense, or was Bill Belichick not prepared for Lamar Jackson? I don't, I don't want to go that far that Bill Belichick wasn't prepared. I would say it was more the defense just – wasn't they didn't execute because every single time we needed a stop usually the Patriots defense makes a stop but it's true on last Sunday they just weren't making them 
Lamar Jackson was completing a pass somewhere. He was running for a first down. And then the the Edelman, I think the Edelman fumble, that was the that was oh, the game right mm, there. Yeah. When they returned it for a touchdown. Because they were going, they were going to, I think, it, I want to say it was like they were only down four or something like that. Mm. And then now they're down, now they're down ten. No, maybe they're down three and they were, now they're down ten. Yeah. And so then it just kind of, at that point, they couldn't come back. It was just too far. We need to be careful on the Lamar hype, though, because he went 17 of 23 for a 160. Oh, I've got, touchdown. don't worry, I've got... He I, I ran. He I ran an Excel spreadsheet that we'll cover in a second. But let's. This was a crumbling. Let's of- let's finish off on the Patriots here. One more. One more question here. So Joey, the next six games, you're playing the Eagles on the road after after the bye week. After the bye week, going into bye week this week, Eagles on the road, Cowboys at home, Texans on the road, Chiefs at home, and then you finish out Bengals, Bills, Dolphins. Wow. Is there a team on that schedule, especially the next the four game stretch after this bye week is? One of the toughest in the league. You're playing not, not top. Easy. You're playing top end teams. Yep. Is there a team that gives you a concern? Uh, and what what's your what's your record prediction for the Patriots the rest of this year? Um, oh man, I I want to say easy we can beat the Eagles, but I don't know. I mean they're they're streaky either way. Mm-hmm. So I'll say I'll say we lose to the Eagles. We'll beat the Cowboys at home. We're not gonna lose at home. Uh, we'll lose to the Texans, but we'll beat the Chiefs, and then we'll go three and zero to finish the season. So, th- so two two losses, five and two, five and two to finish the okay, season. Okay, so so it'll be thirteen and three. 13. Best That's case, exactly what we two. had, John. Yeah, wait. Thirteen and three is what we. I think pre- you did. I don't. We, I didn't. Did I have my? Did you have lower than that? I'll have to, we'll have to you might have had at twelve. And four. Yeah, we can check something, like, but it was close there. All right. Well, Joey, thanks for coming on. Thanks okay. for walking in the door and answering my questions on the Patriots. Hey, thanks for having me. We're yeah. All right. He's he's gonna head off now. Uh, <laughs> that's but, a that's a that's a clear sign to Joey that he needs to take off. <laughs> no. Go to your room now, bud. <laughs> we're, we'll be done in twenty minutes. Don't worry. Maybe probably less. Probably less. Okay. All right. Uh, well, well, first off, let, before first we off, jump Lamar out, is not that good. Uh, so the first two games of the season. He was an MVP candidate. Granted, yeah, against the Miami Dolphins in the in the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona it, Cardinals. But it, but regardless, you put up numbers like that against any team in the NFL, you're going to be in the MVP conversation, which is fine. Like that's okay. Like obviously, yes, it's against bad teams, but how about Lamar Jackson since then? So me, I went on. For me, I went on. How many games have he had since then? That was what is that? Let's see. That's like one, two, three. Four, They're six five, and two now. Six. So six games. This so this is six games after he played two very well, subpar teams. Four and two. In. Granted. Yes, he's four and two. Granted, he hasn't played. I mean, he beat he beat the Patriots, played the Patriots. But other Here's than the teams that, that, he's played. He's beat Seattle. That's a big win. Yes, but Patriots, not but not an elite defense. Patriots huge win. Okay, besides those two, he lost to the Chiefs. He lost to the Browns, and he Ooh. beat the Steelers in overtime. Yeah, not and the Bengals beat the Bengals as well. Oh, and the bank. Yeah. The sorry. only team on that list that I would even consider saying an above average defense is the Patriots. It's, it's, it's an Steelers elite defense. Defense is above average. At okay. Least yes. Moderately. Okay. Yes. Ab- okay. Above, but elite Patriots above average Steelers. Everyone else. Seahawks are middle of the pack. They, I would put them in. I would say below average. Especially like when they played them. When they played them, they're like twenty fifth. Well, yeah. They were doing terrible over those two weeks. But overall, they're they're like a eighteenth. So regard like th- th- but nothing special. But. There, it's still a tougher. It's a tougher stretch than playing, obviously, the Dolphins and the Cardinals for sure. Absolutely. In, in those six stretch. games, in those six games, completion percentage sixty-two, which is below that's, average. That's below average, but that's fine if you have other stats that yeah. can make up for it. Touchdowns five, so less than one a game. Interceptions five, 
Passing yards per game, 202 yards, which a bit below average. Mm-hmm. Average would be, I would say, 250, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Because, yeah, well, because yeah, 300, 300 over 16 games is 4,800. So 250 so over 250, 16 So 250 is... over 16 is 4,000, which is, that's, that's, that would be average. That'd be like, a, that'd be a good. Above, a bit above good. average. So Not he's, great, good. but 200 yards a game, that's going to give you 3,200, which is. That's Jacoby Brissett. No, that's no. Like that's Mitch Trubisky. Really? Last year, last oh, year last he had thirty two hundred. Yeah, Jacoby okay, Brissett's so, going to be like four thousand. No, but regardless. Yeah. Uh, so, but then B- rating quarterback rating oh, yeah. eighty point six, and he's also sacked fifteen times. Now, yeah, yes, five and five touchdown interception. He's now. he's making plays on the ground. I'm not saying he's yeah. not a winner. So, yeah, this one, okay. So John, people are going to say to you, well, but John, he's rushing for. I mean, I look at his rushing stats on these games. Over those games, he's. I think he's had two over hundred yard he's games. Had, which is a 152, fantastic. a 116, a 61, a 66, a 46, and a 70. So he's been over 50 yards in all those games, over 102 of them. But that doesn't say anything about him as a passer. Yeah, we haven't. You're not saying he's not a good player. Yeah, he's he's, he's winning. He's winning games. Like I don't know if we haven't been abundantly clear from the jump. Like it's not <laughs> we like try very hard. Yeah, it's not like we're out here to just slander lamar jackson i mean there's no, a lot lamar of lamar jackson was on this podcast i would say to him right now you're a very good player yeah because he went he wins games no you're matter what winner. the most important stat is a is a w which he gets those and he gets them against i mean you can only beat who you've played right so now i mean losses to the chiefs that's not a bad loss oh, in no, kansas no, no. city loss to the browns that's a little tough which is why you can't be 100% all in on them. These next few weeks, they're going to play the Texans, the Rams, the 49ers, the Bills, the Steelers again. I mean, they, you know, they're going to get some tests. So, it'll be interesting to see what happens the rest of the way through. I'd say ceiling for them, uh, even though they beat the um the Patriots is a 2 seed. Cuz I think either if Mahomes comes back, ceiling, the yeah. Chiefs could run the table and they could they could um, you know, obviously they have a tie break over them. And I really do see the Patriots going fourteen and two, thirteen and three. Like they have a tough stretch, but they're gonna win. They're gonna at least go two and two in those next four games. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see Lamar Jackson though. Also, I saw a, a thing that it was there were three people in the MVP conversation. Russell Wilson, agree, agree, hundred percent. He's leading the pack. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Watson, agree, agree. The third was Lamar Jackson. There are three guys that you would put over Lamar Jackson. Aaron Rodgers, Christian McCaffrey. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick, well, yeah, but I'd still put Patrick Mahomes over him. Yeah, his his stats still hold up, and obviously when he comes back, I think the reason why he was out is because of that injury. But Christian McCaffrey right now is on pace to be ten yards behind Chris Johnson's all time scrimmage yards record. Like right now, he's he's on pace. I think it was like two thousand four hundred eighty eight yards, which is and the, and the record is two thousand five hundred nine. Quarterback numbers. That's an insane season. That's like a Patrick Mahomes like season. Well, it's more. Think about it. It's yeah. It's more passing yards. I mean, if you just talk about it from passing yards perspective, like Christian McCaffrey's putting up numbers no one else had, and he's like almost no one else has had. Like he has more yards, uh, rushing yards and receiving yards than Chris Johnson did through his first eight games when he broke the record. Yeah. And, you know, obviously the more he, I, I'm, I'm sure Christian McCaffrey's not done, but he's having a record-breaking season. He can't even get on the picture of the, the top three MVP candidates based off of odds. It's tough. Uh, very interesting to see, but. Let's switch gears here. Enough talking about Lamar Jackson. Uh, let's yeah, talk, enough of that guy. Let's talk some some NBA. We're getting into the point of the season where we're starting to see specific teams develop into their identity. 
Uh, yeah, what percentage of the season are we, John? We're we're about mind. we're about ten percent through. So obviously a little bit under ten percent, like eight percent through. Yeah. Uh, so, so we're we're starting mind. to see. Yeah. Notice I said we're starting to see how the teams are gonna starting. Yes. We haven't seen how they're coming together. We're just initially initial response. It's like it's like when you're talking to a girl, mm. and you're starting to see how it's gonna go. Yeah. Exactly. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know what's gonna happen. She could have a boyfriend. She could be crazy. She could be crazy. She could uh, just wear a lot of makeup, and you don't know. Exactly. Like you're starting to see what could happen, but you don't you, you know. Don't know. Like you're not. You don't. You're not planning what the I'm wedding. What I'm saying is, we're not calling the finals. Exactly. I mean, we're not planning the wedding. If we were calling the finals, I still, I still, I still feel safe about my 76ers Clippers. But that would have you would have been safe with that just by looking at them and realizing that they're attractive. Yeah, exactly. That's all. Exactly. It is. Like you don't know their character. That's true. They're attractive picks right now. Uh, but anyways. Starting off here, first off, I got a text from Cameron Bean, listener of the podcast. Shout out Cam. Shout out Cam. Uh, last night, and texted me, "Yo, the Celtics are a quiet six and one, which is happens to be the same record as his favorite team, the Los Angeles Lakers." That's right. But one but gets who talked are we talking about, about. One doesn't get talked about. I mean, I first off, I just want to say because the media did not cover it whatsoever. <laughs> Gordon Hayward scored thirty nine points a couple of days ago. I forget we when they when they played the when, Cavs. Like, thirty nine points. On 17 of 20 shooting. That's a skosh under 90%. Skosh. The last time. Oh, and also he threw in eight rebounds and seven assists too. The last player to put up a stat line like that, I remember seeing it was like 1978. Like that high percentage. Crazy. Insane. I mean, the, the Celtics, Jalen Brown looks good. He started off first game. Everyone's like, oh, he does, he's not worth the contract. I mean, it remains to be seen because obviously. It does. That's that's top tier money. Who knows if he's worth it yet? But right now, Celtics play, look uh, really good. Yeah, they look. Re- so let's play a game of Are they legit? Okay, Celtics. Yes, legit. For well, well, well uh, let's like, first off, let's I'm define legit as in like not only playoff contenders, but will be a force in the playoffs. They're going to cause some a tough. They're going to cause look. some trouble. Okay, Miami Heat. No. Hey, why is that? I think right now they're getting a high production value out of Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Hero. Yeah, Kendrick uh, Nunn is looking nice. J- right now, any way you shake it, Jimmy Butler is the number one option on that team. And Defensively, I, offensively. I can't think of a team in the NBA that has won meaningful games with Jimmy Butler as the main. This goes back to the Bulls. I can't think of a team in the NBA that's won meaningful games this season that has a star player worse than jimmy butler exactly i mean you know because like you look through these teams everybody's got somebody exactly there's he's not gonna like if you're relying on him yes if kendrick nunn which i don't foresee happening continues to score at this pace then obviously this is he's putting together one of the best rookie seasons of all time first off well he's only third in scoring among rookies well no but like the first five the first five games oh yeah he was hot he had he was averaging averaging he was averaging 25 through the first five he's dropped so yeah he's dropped a little bit but well, he's kind of self-corrected. I don't. Yeah, exactly. And I don't foresee him being a legit like secondary star to Jimmy Butler. No, that would be more of Goran Dragic's role. Which, mm-hmm. who's won meaningful games with a secondary star named Goran Dragic? <laughs> like the Heat, the Heat uh, are not going to stay. Okay, um, Milwaukee. Absolutely, legit. absolutely. Philly. Yes. Toronto. I. This is a. I'm gonna say yes, but it's a tentative yes because we've seen some monster games from Pascal Siakam. 
Yeah, but we've also seen some nothing from Pascal. But Scott. right now, oh, and in second off, here's another thing. I'm I'm gonna pull this up. Kyle Lowry is averaging over nine three point attempts per game. That's a lot. Hang on, let me see if I can pull this. Let me see if I can pull this stat up. I saw it on Twitter yesterday. Bill Simmons posted it, and I thought, huh, huh, very interesting. So there are 38 players in the NBA that are averaging over nine threes a game. Are they good? Kyle Lowry. Well, I mean, it's it's 30. It's a large, large <laughs> number. Kyle Lowry, where is he? He's somewhere in here. I saw him because it really caught my eye. Um. Anyways, let's. Well, while I search for it, can you do you have a guess maybe of who might be leading the NBA in three point shooting? Like attempts, three point attempts. The most attempts. Yes. Hmm. Is it? You know. You know who it is. James Harden. It is James Harden. <laughs> it is indeed. It sounded like James a trick Harden. question, but then I was like. It still has to be. Yeah. Wow. I really can't see Kyle Lowry anywhere. Maybe I could have sworn he was on this list. Okay. Anyways, but that's not what I want to talk about. The most interesting piece on this list is out of the players uh, in the top 20, do you know who has of, of top 20 three-point field goals attempted? Do you know who has the highest three-point percentage? You're not going to get it. So I'll give you two seconds to throw out a guess, and then I'm going to tell you who it is. Um, or six. Sorry, Devin six. Booker. Six three-pointers, not nine. I was reading that wrong. Devin Booker. No. Davis Bertans. Davis Bertans. Averaging 6.9 three-pointers a game. He's a shooter. And he's put in 3.4. 50% 50 mark. That's best out of the top 20 guys in three-point field goals attempted. All right. Let's let's turn over to the Western Conference. The Lakers are legit. We'll get past that. Yeah. They're legit. Dallas, the two-seed right now. If I, I said it before in the NBA preview episode, if Kristaps Porzingis plays at least sixty-five games, they will make the playoffs. But that's will they even be a force in the playoffs if they make it though? Where, where are they getting seated? Six or eight? The, yes, yeah. they will be a dangerous first-round team to play because they're going to take one or two. Mm-hmm. Like they could steal one at home, like in game one or two. Well, get the home the team 16, worried. You know, they get the. No, but e- even like honestly, in my mind, like the top four teams are extremely well, similar. Well, Dallas has proven they can compete with LA. Exactly. They should have beaten LA. Exactly. So that's that's the thing. I mean, LA won that game. They're rightly, they're but... gonna get they're they're gonna get the six. Like if they make the playoffs, if Chris Ops can stay healthy, they'll make the playoffs and they'll push it to six or seven. Yeah. Like it's gonna be a t- they're gonna be I a mean, tough exit. Is, is Luca gonna continue this pace? He's, he's averaging twenty seven, ten, and nine on forty seven percent shooting, fifty eight percent on twos. He just might. You think he could average close to a triple double? I I think he'll finish off at about twenty five points per game, nine rebounds, and seven assists. I think he'll drop a little bit. I I do think there's more to his room to like more to his game to grow. I, but I don't think he's gonna hit like a sophomore slump no. like we've seen from a lot of other people. Um, Him and Trey Young. What's interesting that I noticed them will. Um, before we move on from this team is Luca has been taking. It seems like he's been like just watching the game. It seems like he's been taking more long twos mm. than threes. He's been watching Jason Tatum play is too this, much. Is this due to yeah? What is this due to? Is this like a Euroleague thing? You know, honestly, I would have had if if I knew, I could have I could have addressed this a lot sooner, and I would have you know, sent a DM to Jason Tatum. He wouldn't have seen it, but I probably would have sent him you know just a little bit of a tip because hey, I don't know why. Like it it doesn't make any sense. Like the game winner Jason Tatum had against the Knicks. Well, I mean for Luca, like he's still shooting well from three. Yeah, but it's like but my coach in middle school, like playing basketball, always said it's like the the distance between the. Your, with your foot on the line or just inside the two-point line and the three-point line is like a foot. Yeah. So it makes no sense to shoot from there. My my high school basketball coach told me that if you shot just inside the three-point line, it was the dumbest shot in basketball. Yeah, it's true. He said it was worse than a half-court shot. 
That's actually very true. <laughs> I, I agree with that 100%. Um, Denver, legit. Yes. Clippers, legit. Yes. All right, here's some interesting ones. We finish out the Western Conference is not, no one has, I, I ignored teams that don't have a winning record when okay. I went to the Eastern Conference. The Western Conference, everyone has a winning record that's in the playoffs. Mm. And in fact, Minnesota has a winning record and they're not currently in the playoffs, predict picture. Utah, are they legit? Will Utah finish with a higher seed than Denver? No. I think I had them six. I think I had Utah six. Will they finish higher than Dallas? Yes. Yes. They they, they are they are going to be. Will they finish above Houston? Um, yes. I th- like the the Jazz are a, a decent regular season team, but they're a better regular season team than they are a playoff team. Yes. Because everyone's going to give you like they move the ball around a lot. Like their top four players. I really like Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, Joe Ingles, Rudy Gobert. Really like all four of those guys. Like they're, it's the perfect from a chemistry standpoint. This is one of the best constructed teams in the NBA. From a talent standpoint, they're good, but like not good enough. Like if they had this team last year, that's probably a top four seed in the right. West. But the West is getting deeper and deeper. Exactly. So then, so then we move to Houston. They're legit still. Just because I mean James Harden right now is shooting like twenty eight percent from three. Right, that's not going to stay around forever. He's he's about a thirty-five percent three-point shooter, if maybe more, just because of the volume that he puts up. Yes. So right now he's he's cold, but I really like the way that he and Russell Westbrook are playing. Like right, like the fact that we don't hear a lot about them, like outside of the game, mm-hmm. like wh- whether them is good is good. It's been it means it's working because when they're playing, there's two talented players in the NBA, like top top twenty guys. I mean, Harden's top ten. Russell Westbrook, I'd probably put him in the top 20, just as far as like effort and willingness to play goes. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a good... I think they're good. I think it's going to correct right, a lot of averages. One. Will work out. Phoenix. How no. legit are they? Are they a playoff team? No. No. I wish. Like, I really like I, it. It's I, a lot I of fun. Think Who's going to beat them? Oh, Portland's down here. I don't remember. I don't remember... Were, were we talking about the Suns? Did I say look out for the Suns? Was it with I don't like know. us? I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to get our assistant on looking at the tapes, and and see if if I made any mention of that. You know, because we have an assistant for sure. Um, yeah. Let's see. Any is there any and other team? San Antonio is San Antonio. Yeah, I think all the teams that are in the the West, like that are in the playoffs right now, it'll probably say the same. Besides Blazers, Blazers will flip will with be the Suns. Uh, Mavericks and Timberwolves will be in contention, um, and I think the Kings will turn around. So like those. So the yeah. Bla- the Blazers, the Timberwolves, and the Kings are not in the playoff picture right now, but I think they'll be jostling for position with Blazers will be a playoff team. They're yeah. better than Oh no, absolutely. Kings. No, they're yeah. gonna they're gonna flip with the Suns. But the, they'll, they'll the two, around. the Kings and the and the Timberwolves are All gonna right. be. Alright. You got anything else, John? I do. We've you got, got some goods. We've got some, do we some do fan questions. First? We do. Because oh, boy. Cycle Four is now out. Aaron Visual, Dude, Aaron these Visual. are sick. They they are literal And hits. the OK Boomer shirt. And the have OK Boomer one? shirt. I, I did. Not only did I see it, I you purchased, purchased one. it. I have it's an silky OK Boomer smooth. shirt. Have you touched it? Yes. Oh, I've worn it. It feels fantastic. It's actually very soft. So if you want to order uh, the Aaron Aaron Visual merch, you can you can find it on his website, AaronVisual.co. If you want to take a peek at the designs that he has to offer, he's got those too. They're all up on the Instas. They're all up on his Insta, all up on his Twitter. You can now, find his... if you if you really want a unique Aaron Visual experience, you go to Aaron underscore Visual on Twitter. That's right. And there's just, I mean, just uh, let me read you one of the one of the tweets from recently. Um, wow, can't read that one. Um, 
Nice. That dog is a golden retriever. That's right. It's it's not it's it's an experience. It's so not you get just... tweets like that, but then you also get tweets like, "Ugh, tacos," but then you also get get tweets like, "An hour and thirty minutes for Maine," but then you also get tweets okay, like, yeah, "I think I, we we get the picture here. We get the picture." So what I'm saying is, this is a completely different experience than yeah than just going to the website on and Twitter. Aaron underscore visual on Instagram. Aaron's visual. visual. You can order shirts from shirts, sweatshirts, sweaters from Cycle Four. You can order an OK Boomer shirt, and then once you get to checkout, feel free to pop in that code NGL for free shipping. So you wow. can get you got your own code, John. I do. I Lucky get my man. own code. I know. I, I'm real special. But uh, yes, these questions, these fan questions, are sponsored by Aaron Visual. Cycle Four is out now, and you don't want to miss your chance to buy some Aaron Visual merch. All right, let's jump into it. Uh, okay, here we go. It's actually two. There's there's a few actually few of the same question, I guess. So we'll just we'll compact it. So who is the most surprising team in the NBA right now? Uh, in each or who's the most surprising team? Surprising in each is in like seeing that they're going to be good or like overperforming. Have, have surpassed your expectations to this point. The Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns in the West. In the what West. about in the East? In the East, I'm gonna be honest with you. It's the Hornets. And I'm going to touch on them just a little I would bit. Agree. I'm going to touch on them a little bit later. But I thought they were going to be a little initially. Bit trash. <laughs> yeah, initially the Hornets uh, are my favorite, but I'm I'm going to talk about that. You know a what? Bit Actually, later. I'm going to change up mine in the West. I'm going to say that mine would be Portland. I expect Portland to perform better. Oh, that started like, the season. They underperform. They're underperforming. Oh, okay. So that's your biggest disappointment in yes. the West. How about in the East? For me in the West, uh, the Kings. The Kings at two and six, like, and the Pelicans. I mean, I know Zion's out, but one and six is. Like that that doesn't make any sense. Uh, so in the West, that's my disappointment. In the East, the Bulls. I had them in the I had them in a playoff spot because I really felt like their young core is coming together. I love the Kobe White pick. You can move Zach Levine back to shooting guard uh, and Sadoransky. Yes. Like I really thought they were built to succeed, uh, but there's still a lot of growing pains for them, um, especially because I had them in the playoffs. So my disappointment in the East is the Chicago Bulls. All right. You got another question? I do. I've got I've got more. What is your favorite storyline of the season? This is where this is where I was going to talk about the Hornets, but you go you go ahead first. What's your favorite? Um I I really do like the story of um oh what's his, I forget his name every time. It's hard to say. Um the Heat guy. Oh, Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn. Mm. He's had a tough life. He's made some mistakes. Yeah. And he's really coming in and just like making the most of his opportunity right now, which is one of those stories that is probably going to fade. We're not going to hear about it again. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a good thing to recognize now while we have it. Like he's he's had a tough path. He he went to jail while he was in college. He ended up going to Oakland University to try to restart his career. And it's one of those situations where like it worked, and it yeah. doesn't happen a lot. So it's very unique. Yeah. No, that's really cool. My fa- my my favorite storyline so far this season is the New Orleans Hornets. Not only the fact that they are winning, but like there's an actual like idea. And, and path to success for them because, you know, obviously they made that sign and trade with the Celtics, sent over Kemba Walker. They got Terry Rozier, which was just more of a reactionary move than anything else. But right now their initial star, like on the team, is Devontae Graham, which is which is really cool to see. Yeah. Just because he, I mean, I picked him up on my fantasy team. He's looking really good so far. 17 points, four rebounds, seven assists, and he's coming off the bench. Like he's giving Terry Rozier a run for his money. Uh, and the two of them, I, they need to figure out a way to play both of them together because right now they're looking really good. Also, another guy, P.J. Washington. 
14 points, six boards. Uh, and and honestly, like the the way that this team is constructed, like they're finding they're finding stars in the rough here. Like Terry Rozier needs a good resurgence to his career at this point. Uh, and I feel like the Hornets are providing him a really good place to do that. Uh, and they've got they've got some budding stars. PJ Washington and Devontae Graham are gonna be names to look out for in this league, and they're the reason why the Hornets Absolutely. are four and four right now. And will the Hornets sustain this and make the playoffs? They could. Maybe. They can scrap it. That, that's the thing. I really don't like there's a lot of teams because when you're making I feel like when you're making these sort of predictions at the beginning of the year, you kind of have to look at what works and what doesn't, right? Yes. Uh, and for right now, like Devontae Graham looks really good like it's not so good that he can't keep up this pace the whole year if that makes sense like he's out there putting out good performances and even when he's not like dropping 30 points he still puts up 15 points with nine assists which is why i feel like it's sustainable uh but yeah so interesting to look out for uh the rest of the season only eight percent through only so we're just looking at it we're just talking just yeah we're just we're just spitballing here but I think that's going to do it for this episode, Not Gonna Lie. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram, at Not Gonna Lie Podcast. Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, at PodcastNGL. Uh, for, for tweets, I, I threw up an against the spread picks for this week. So far, I'm 0-1. If you want to make some money, probably fade don't, me. don't. Fade me. Yeah, fade you whatever John money, says, fade it. Fade me. It's, it's like it's like when you got a running back that's really not performing well. Hey, your inclination is to go right? Let's just let's fade left. All right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So if you're, if you're trying to make some money, go directly against what i say because i'm already own one for the night but or own one for the weekend because i i picked the chargers at minus one which i felt pretty good about i like the spread picks though but got the under on the colts and dolphins which we talked about before is a near guarantee like my two guarantees the cowboys covering minus three and the colts dolphins going under 44 and you know what that means both of them are going to be completely wrong i hope not all right well thank you guys for listening in and we'll see you next week 